What up, what up? Welcome to Bullcorn Sports, ladies and gentlemen, where if it's happening, we talk about it. This is episode 19, local. Yes, I said local, ladies and gentlemen. That's to announce that we're going to start dropping two episodes a week. This one is going to be our local segment, talking all things Permian Basin. Football's back, ladies and gentlemen, so we've got a great episode for you here today. But don't forget, when this one cuts off, if you want to hear our pro takes, and they are some good ones, guys, scroll on over. It'll be the next episode down on the list. It'll be all of our pro takes. Uh, just some exciting news from Bullcorn Sports. We'll be dropping two episodes weekly. This is the Legion. What up? Welcome to Bullcorn Sports, where if it's happening, we talk about it. Guys, football is back in Texas. And if you know how that goes, guys, it's going to be a crazy fall. Great takes. We got some predictions coming up for two districts, as well as pro takes that are off the wall. It's going to be an amazing, amazing episode, guys. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Of course, Bullcorn Sports on all platforms. Bullcorn Sports 1 on Twitter. Hit us up. But before we get going, guys, you know I got to do it. You know I got to introduce y'all to the crew. This man needs no introduction. Y'all know who he is. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bradley Marquez. How's it going, everybody? And to his left, Mr. West Odessa himself, sports enthusiast, Mr. Chris Lazoya. What's up, Cornholios? And the fan favorite, the, the man that takes it from here to your ear, our producer, Mr. Andrew Chancho Rodriguez. Yay. I'm going PG, so hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, guys, sports, I'm not going to say sports enthusiast because they're like, no, no, no. But he is an OC alum, OHS baseball player as well, Mr. Eric and the host. Crack a cold one, everybody. <laughs> well, let's dive right into it, guys. Football's back, Chris. And and we've been we've been waiting to talk about this. It's time two days have started. Uh, I myself attended a, a inter squad scrimmage this past weekend over in Pecos. So nice. you know it's football is back, and I wanted to dive into that district while while we're here just to get it kicked off. It's got it's got three Permian Basin teams: Fort Stockton, Monahans, and Pecos. And I just wanted to talk about this. It, it also includes Clint, Clint Mountain View, and Fabens. It's going to be another district that's. It's going to be a crazy district. It's going to come down to one game, yeah. I think, me personally, between Pecos and Mountain View uh, for that district to see who makes the playoffs. But in my eyes, I think that this is a district that Monahans might come out on top mm-hmm. with uh, them and Fort Stockton. What's what's your take on it? Uh, yeah, I think that, that first game with Clint, Mountain View, and Pecos is going to determine that, that uh, third or fourth spot. Uh, Clint, Mountain View, you got a new quarterback coming in. They were a pass-happy offense. Uh, but they bring back Gambo and Lerma in the backfield, who both average over seven yards a carry. But like I said, they're a pass-happy offense. They threw over 250 yards a game. The two often, the top offensive weapon, Hansiel Hernandez, is returning. He had a breakout sophomore season. Uh, he had 58 receptions, 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns. So he should be you know, coming back a little bit stronger. And they're bringing back, I think, six out of eight of their receivers in this pass-happy offense. So they're bringing back a lot of experience. So I expect them to you know, maybe a surprise team in this district. Well, and, and they have all the makings for it. But I will say the quarterback that they did lose, 
Uh, that's that's a major blow because I, you know, of course, I call the games yes. for Pecos on yeah. Friday nights, and that game in Mountain View, that kid is he played like a Johnny Menzel. Really? He was that good, but so that's going to be a big blow for them. Clint and Fabens, I still feel like maybe they're, I don't know, I don't want to say building. You know, they've been around mm-hmm. for a while, but I think Fort Stockton. Uh, and Monahans are, are the clear favorites, and I think they're just a little too strong. Yeah, uh, I think for Stockton, you know, the, they got Corbin Luna coming back. I think beast. Like, that a, kid a, is a monster. Yeah, as a freshman, he had 900 yards rushing, seven touchdowns. Uh, Garcia at wide receiver. I guess the quarterback position may be a toss-up, but they got some dudes coming back on defense. So they, they're, they're I, wonder, I wonder if they're going to put um, Luna at quarterback. I don't know. It's, it's a possibility, I guess, right? I mean – I mean, he he is their stud, and and I will say one one very important thing to note about Fort Stockton is they bring back uh, Jeremy Hickman, yeah. which is a Fort Stockton alum. He's their head coach now, and their AD. And I saw a video. Uh, I believe his name is Aaron Owens. He's like a videographer in Fort Stockton. And Brad, I don't know if they ever did this over here or if you know Chris, but it's like a, it's called Panther Mom One Hundred and One, where they bring in all the the kids' moms and the kids coach them. Oh, that's cool. And they I, let the moms run drills and and stuff like that, and and it was getting shared everywhere. It it was quite amazing. I thought it was yeah. real awesome. That's a that's a cool cool deal to to involve the families. Obviously, especially the moms, um, they're probably most closest to their boys, and they're about to their boys are getting older. You know, there's going to be only so many memories that you know these high school precious moments. They're still right. living with them. That type of deal. So it's, it's nice to connect and have those memories, those pictures, those vibes, and something that they can always look back on. And uh, Texas Tech is always – they I don't know if they've always done it, but for, for many years they had a women's clinic, and it usually the moms would go. But there's also just women that – Texas Tech fans, you got to sign up, and they take them through, you know, tour of all the facilities. They play, you know, throwing the – the ball around, right. show them some film, that type of deal, and, and they call it, it's like a fantasy cap type deal. And uh, Texas Tech just did it again. I know this year with Coach McGuire, and I heard good things from it. But I mean, back then the players aren't aren't really out there. It's more of the coaches and everything. Uh, it's kind of hard to get some college football players to just go hang out with their moms. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, nothing against it, but uh, it's just it's just they enjoy it, and it's all all the women in, interacting with each other. But uh, but yeah, they de- they definitely I saw they did it, and I heard good things about you know those fantasy camps that you know of everybody. So to see it at the high school level, um, especially with those tight knit groups, is, I think right? And they and they even have like like you said, Brad, it's like a fifteen minute segment at the very end where they just sit with their mom on the field, and kind of just talk. Yeah, I was gonna say chit chat, cool. but <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. So I mean, shout out to Jeremy Hickman, first first year AD back in Fort Stockton. Uh, he's already making an impact on that right. community yeah. and. Like, I've done my research on this guy. Everywhere he's gone, he's like a little bright light. Like, he's just energetic. He's just an all-around dude. And I will say this, this he's also freaking jacked. I mean, this dude, he was walking around. I appreciate everybody coming out here. And I'm like, bro, are you an AD or a bodybuilder, bro? Like, what? <laughs> walking around just swolled up. up. But, yeah, no, going back to that team. Uh, Corbin Luna, that kid is amazing, Chris. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you noted him because he's going to do something great for the district and uh, into Monahan's. If I think it's going to be between Corbin Luna and uh, Cheno Navarrete. Yeah, the, Navarrete's coming yeah, back. He had uh, 23 touchdowns, 11 interceptions as a sophomore. Uh, he also ran for 1,200 yards. You know, when, I, when I read his stats earlier and I looked them up, I said, man, this dude kind of reminds me of a young Derek Teagarden. But the way he's really? running the ball, I was like, man, yeah, I was watching his huddle. I was like, that's a young, little young Derek. Right Navarrete, here. yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can tell he just he leads that team. 
he's a leader of that team. Oh, yeah. now, now that they're in a spread offense, right? Because they used to run a, a wing tee. Right. Right. So I'm, I'm guessing last they, year they kind of they kind of dabbled with the with the spread, spread as well yeah. with him with. No, I gotcha. So that they're only gonna get better. And they've got a they've got a linebacker. I think his name is Sammy Salceda. Yeah, Sammy Salceda. He returns. He had a freshman. He was a freshman last year. Uh, he had 55 tackles and two sacks as a freshman. So yeah, that that kid stuff. that kid I, he's all over the place yeah. too. And then I want to say uh, Diego Rodriguez comes up as mm-hmm. as a sophomore from the freshman squad. That's gonna make some splashes for them as well. And then you know, just going back to the third team, I think is going to be in the running for that district is Pecos, my good old Eagles. You know that I went to their inter squad scrimmage and um, they've ran the ball for so long. You know it's, yeah. and now they've they've got a new coaching staff. Coach coach comes in and, and he's Scott Williams and he's he's doing some things. He really relies on his coordinators. He's kind of one of them coach spread like he lets his coordinators do do what they do. He's more there for I guess management and stuff like that, but. Vegas, when I saw him line up in in the shotgun this past weekend, I was like, "Whoa!" And they're they're aggressive, man. Like this dude's throwing yeah. goes. He's seeing one on one coverages. Like, and I, interesting fact about Coach Heath, which is the offensive coordinator. I was talking with uh, Coach Price, which is the O line coach there, and I believe Coach Heath lost to uh, Kyler Murray in the state championship. Oh, uh, mm. I was tripping out whenever he told me that. I was like, "Really." He so, lost to him or his team did? <laughs> I mean, his I mean, team did. He can't, he, he can't stop did, Kyler yes. Murray himself. Yeah, no, no, his, his team did, yes. But, yeah, and, and they're, they're doing some – met, we met them, Chris, at the 7-on-7 at the seven yes, seven tournament seven, yeah. when we were out there. But Pekas tossing the ball around, I'll say that. You know, the Colt Salgado comes back as a sophomore for, as the quarterback for them, and, and he was, he's looking he's like – He's got an arm. He can sling it. He's getting there. Yeah, he's getting. They there. were showing out the seven on seven tournament. They were they were hyped up. They the Fly some, Boys. They, they had, the Fly, Fly Boys had some Fly swag Boys. about them. Who's a, who's a tight end? Ryan Van Weber. Yeah, that yeah. kid's gonna be a stud, man. He's, he's yeah, some that's, that, I was fixing to note him too. He's he's like what six three yeah. maybe six three. He's he's pretty big boy. Yeah. He's gonna play tight end for them. He he got a couple of looks. Definitely mismatch. Yeah, they run him. It looks like they're gonna run him along. The, well, I'm not even. He's gonna probably say gonna it. be a slot receiver. I mean, it's pretty much detached. It's the it's the spread. It's That's pretty how, much like Jace. Like Jace, pretty, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, he's a tight. He's listed as a tight end, really for size purposes, mm-hmm. and he can put his hand in the dirt. But it's like if if he's as good as a pass pass catcher as he is, and a mix mix match on you know a DB mm-hmm. or a linebacker, right. uh, safety or whatever. So uh, you're gonna want to take advantage of that. So you don't want his hand in the dirt. You spread him out. Right. Yeah, and then they got a bunch of kids. You know, Sandoval at receiver. They got John Lujan. There's some kids out there in Pecos that that are excited to play in this offense. They've never they've never lined up outside the outside the the <laughs> tackle. So they're like. Crazy. You know, you, you could tell it's still a learning curve for him. You know, it's but they'll they'll be there. And with Colt, you know, being a sophomore quarterback, yeah. they've got some years ahead of him. So, I think they'll they'll finish they'll end up finishing third in that district. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to go. But I will say, you know, my odds on favorite to win that district is probably going to be Monahans. Yeah, I'm going Monahans, Fort Stockton, uh, Pecos, Mountain View, uh, Clinton, Fabens. That's exactly the way I'd have it. But that Monahans Fort Stockton game is going to be. That's gonna yeah. be a game to watch because if Corbin can go off and some of those kids in Fort Stockton, because I'm telling you, there's something different about this coach in Fort Stockton. He, in Fort Stockton, no. he's got these kids, he's got this community behind him, and you all know when there's a coach that can do that, kids just play yeah. different. Oh yeah. So ta- the more talented team, of course, is gonna be Monahan's in my opinion. Yes. But I don't know they they might light a spark up there in mm-hmm. Fort Stockton. So so there you have it. I'm going Monahan's. You're going Monahan's. Yes. Fort Stockton and Pecos. Yep. Now let's jump into the big one. I know you're ready for this one. Yeah. District 2 6A. 
Midland High, Midland Legacy, Odessa, Odessa Permian, San Angelo Central, and Wolfworth Friendship. Yeah, so uh, who who are you looking at? Um, well, top contender, I think, in my opinion, is the is going to be Midland Legacy. Uh, Double S coming back. Canyon Moses is back. Uh, they got some transfers coming in. Uh, I think Brad, you know, some of the receivers he coached on seven on seven. They got they got a bunch of skill players. Tight end, yeah. no? They got a tight end. Tight end, come big yeah. tight end transfer from Midland Christian. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're they're gonna be good again. They're they're gonna have some some learning curve in the beginning. I, I think they're they're pretty young. They lost a lot of skill positions mm-hmm. out there, uh, so I think uh, you know that's gonna be something that they're gonna iron out early on in the season, yeah. and you know to make a push. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, you you have your top four teams usually come out of here, right. and you can go beat the El Paso teams. But at the end of the day, you want to win the big ones against the Metroplex teams. So. Um, that that's something that this district needs to 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 get ready for, yep. and they need to prepare for. You know, obviously, you don't look don't don't overlook anybody in your district because you right. got to get there, right? But um, you know, the the talent's there. Um, the, there's kids. There's a lot of great kids in West Texas, especially uh, that they just need to kind of buy in. They, they can compete mm-hmm. with those Metroplex teams, so anybody can be beat. The thing about Hartman is he he preps his teams for that. Uh, he they got a they got a pre district schedule. They got to play a Converse Judson and uh, Cibolo Steel. Back to back, really? Yeah, back to back. So he's prepping these boys to 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 make a run in the playoffs, you know, by seeing this kind of competition so early in the season. So yeah, that's 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 going to be good, and especially yeah. uh, the seven on seven, a bunch of the skill players from all the area. That that's Odessa High, Permian, Millen High, and Legacy for sure. Uh, they had guys that had a seven on seven team that traveled and played in the Metroplex for for you know many tournaments. So yeah. they're playing with and against some of those kids out there. Uh, so a bunch of these West Texas kids, especially the skill players, they've actually played with each other, um, you know, together on a team, um, which is also good to see. Uh, you yeah. know, these West Texas kids kind of right. being able to to create that bond and, and relationships and stuff because it's different out here for sure. Those Metroplex kids are all so close, and there's so many teams and trainers and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good to kind of gel together. Go maybe learn a little bit from each other and, and go compete against those big boys. Like Brad, you know some of these coaches on the staff, and and you know you coach the seven on seven on seven team, so you know these boys are going to be very well coached because these, these guys coach hard. Yeah, absolutely, especially legacy. I mean, those those are a bunch of my my uh, coaches from Odessa High when I was there, um, you know, years ago. So um, I know them very well, and they were always great coaches with us, and, and we had some good seasons as well. So. Um, you know, I look forward to, to them. They're going to be coached well, all these kids. I think there's a lot of good coaches out here um, that are going to have these kids prepped up. And speaking of coaches, you know, Dusty Ortiz at Odessa High, Chris. And, and it seems, you know, I don't uh, – Hartman, you know, he's got, he's got his, yeah. you know, his resume behind him, and he's such a great coach. He's, he's an amazing – and then you've got, you've got the four-star, which probably ended up being a five-star quarterback, yeah. Davila. Is this pretty? Is this Legacy's district to run away with, or is there any team that that can stop these two? I think uh, Permian and Odessa High. Uh, Permian, they got some studs coming back. They got a bunch of D one players. Uh, they got Ronnie Hall, Harris Sewell, uh, Jaquan Richardson. Uh, I think things Deontay Bass and uh, Bryce Woody. They got some D one players across the board. Like I said, they got some skill players. Um, I think it really, it's really going to depend on 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 Rodney if you know let him air it out a little bit more. The kid can throw it. He can sling it. You know, let him air it out a little bit more, and, and I think they're going to be successful this year. I'm a, Rodney's going to ball, bro. Yeah, he's going to ball. Regardless. I'll tell you right now, Rodney's balling. That out. kid's a stud. He's He looks like he's got it in him this year to just – he's trying to prove some people wrong. Yeah. Me personally, I'm going to go out and say, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think that that's probably the team that can yeah. beat Legacy for this district, which, which would be Permian. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah, I, I just don't see I don't see San Angelo and friendship really, no, really no. in the mix there. No, like I said, Permian got some defensive players. They got like I said, Bryce Woody and Pruitt and uh, Desmond Hill. And so let's not forget anchors. Midland High too. I mean, Midland yeah, High. Midland High's got some dogs, there. man. They got uh, they got Stroman Bridges at quarterback. Uh, he's going to be a, a good player for them. Yeah, I've seen um, some highlights on that kid. He yeah. he looks like he can he can spin and it. And Perez, you know, Perez was uh, we saw him at seven on seven. Right, he was a stud. That kid was pretty good. Um, but don't sleep on Odessa High. So I got Ivan Carrion coming back. Uh, they got some studs on offense. The man. Uh, they got some stuff on offense coming back. You know, they got Blaine Mendoza coming back. They got uh, um, Day-Day Green, KG. Uh, but the question mark's going to be at quarterback. You know, Jalen, can Jalen uh, take over this offense like Diego and mimic his numbers, you know, replicate his numbers? That's going to be the question. What we're gonna well, say. I'll tell you what, they they helped out, of course, at, at Bradley's camp. Yeah. And just he can throw it. He, he, he can like, throw. He reminds me. So we, me and Sammy actually coached our 7-on-7 seven seven team. And, man, he reminded us a lot of Dante Culpepper. Like David Garrard type quarterback, you know, can can throw 60, 60 yards down the field. You know, and he's a, he's a big kid. He also you know took he the ball spin. in. He'll tuck that ball in in Truckee too. So it's gonna be interesting to see how how they develop. Oh, yeah. it'll be good to have a run game based off of that too. Some right. some uh, QB design runs, power. You come downhill, get an extra blocker. Uh, that that's gonna be something that they can use to their advantage as well. Uh, I, I just think this district alone. Stacks up to to have some a lot of competitive games um, where anybody can can mm-hmm. can win, you know, especially a home team or whatever. I know everything's kind of close, but uh, that's what I like to see the competitiveness, you know, going to these games or that be at Grande, Ratliff, um, all these teams are going to play. I think there's going to be some really competitive games that that you know maybe some teams surprise some other ones, uh, but I think I think that's going to stack up well uh, for a good district, yeah. a tight district. And you say surprise, Brad, and that's. That's what is it. That's what comes to my head whenever I think of of Odessa High, mm-hmm. is they've got so much talent. Like Blaine, when I saw him out there, yeah. the kid's bigger than I thought he was. Just standing next to him, he's mm-hmm. he's huge. Yeah. Use him as a weapon. Right. He, he, the, your quarterback, he can spin it. Like there's some there's some parts there, and if they can they can put the puzzle together, they could be a dangerous. Yeah, they make some noise for sure. Like you now they're always going to be a you know they're going to play hard. You know, Dusty's got them playing boys playing hard. Uh, so we're gonna. See, they'll be a sleeper team for real. I think, I, my opinion, I think they're gonna finish uh, second in the district. I'm just saying second because I got some skin in the game with Blaine. Um, I think it's gonna be Legacy, Odessa High, Permian, and uh, Whoa. and San Angelo fourth. You going Odessa High second, huh? Yeah. Wow. I got. My, I have my reasons. Who's the OC over at OHS? Uh, Creighton Reed. First year here. Uh, second year, he's. Uh, I think he's like. He's he's in his mid twenties. You know, he's a energetic he, guy. Energetic guy. Got a bright he, mind. Yeah, he runs the Art Browse offense from Baylor. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's, he's pretty good at what he does. That's a good offense to run. Yeah. Brad, I'm not going to ask you who's going to win this district, but I will say, is OHS going to beat Permian this year? i got to ask you. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, baby. Come on, let's go. Yeah, that's what I said. We've got some teams that they're going to surprise and, and have a chance to win these games that, that maybe you know others don't think that they can win or even get overlooked because, I mean, obviously we, we know Permian yeah. and, and the dominance they've had over the course of this rivalry. Um, so yeah, it would be nice. I'd love for that to happen. Oh, I, and so I, I and I think this these they got the coaching staff. Obviously, I think it's a great coaching staff, mm-hmm. and that that's half the battle is getting these kids to play hard for yeah. you and, and to play hard and know that you have a chance and be like, oh, this that's not just permanent. You know, they can be beat too. You right. know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that's where I think this district's going to be competitive. I think there's a bunch of teams that are like, these guys can be beat. You know, we, we can beat these guys. We have a chance. Mm-hmm. If we do the things that we do good or whatever, I mean, that's the cliche version of it all. But I, I really do think that there's talent at 
each one of these schools that yeah. somebody can just break out and take over a game for as sure. Well, so no, and and just we've had Ivan Carion on the show. Yeah. We've had Rodney Hall and Harris Sewell on here, which he's going to Clemson. We all saw that. So congratulations yeah. to Harris. I don't think we've formally congratulated him on the show. So I'll take that time to do it right now. But <laughs> you, you know. Th- the, the way they're talking about this game and this season, like it seems like everybody's focused. And I know it, it takes, you know, any player is going to be like that. But yeah. I think it's safe to say that this OHS and, and Permian game is back to like oh, yeah. when Brad was playing. Oh, yeah. Like I think the, the rivalry's back, the way that these kids talk to us, whether that be, you know, on the show or, or off the mm-hmm. mic, like they're ready for that game. And, and I'm going to try to make it to that game as hard as I can. Cause yeah. So when Brad played, it was, it was one, it was, they're both undefeated. And I remember we had to park our trucks out there overnight and stay in the in the parking lot overnight just to get in line for tickets. So we literally slept at Ratliff. Me and Patrick did all night. Well, we didn't sleep. We just drank and hang out in the tailgate <laughs> and, and, and chit-chatted with everybody around. There us. you go. <laughs> and next morning we got up, got some tickets, man. But their, their, their game, I think it was, was it your junior or senior year, B? It was your senior year. No, it was your junior year when junior, T-Guard was still there. Yeah, junior year. And, and man, that one, Brad? Yeah, it was electric, man. That was. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, it was the, the stands were packed, the grass was packed. I mean, it was it was full. It was it was awesome. I think we're so, gonna see that. Yeah, this I, think year. We're see I that really this do year, think yeah. we're gonna see that. And but I will say, Chris, now that we're talking about it, who's gonna win that game? Always Chester Permian. You know who's gonna win that game? Brandon White's gonna win that game. You can't go. Again. You said it so serious. 28 28 28 28 yeah, damn! Everybody looked at me in this room. <laughs> no, I just, I really do. I think that they're the more talented team. I think they're they're the more put together mm-hmm. team. Again, Brad's Brad's right. I mean, it could it could surprise us, but I do think, I, I think Permian's going to win the district. Now yeah. that I they're, mean, they're just loaded. saying, I, I think they're going to win the district. Yeah, they're loaded. At that they're loaded, and that's with Davila and all those guys at Midland yeah. Legacy. But that game. I'm trying to decide, you know, in my head, like which game's going to be more electric. And and Brad said it best. This this district looks like it's going to be a lot of games decided. Like what seven points, Brad? Seven to ten points. I'd hope so. I hope they're, yeah, they're competitive they're games. games yeah. I mean, watching a good game, man, it brings out brings out the life in West Texas football mm-hmm. and the fans. And mm-hmm. so we want to go back and see them against the next opponent. That that type of deal. So, um, you don't want to see these blowouts. You know, obviously ah. they they're potential to happen. But I think with all these kind of offensive changes and, and the bunch of the spread offenses. Um, I mean, I guess Midland High is kind of the only one just run heavy, I think, uh, yeah. in this district. Everybody else is more or less airing it out. I mean, that's that's the new age of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, people can be beat, you know, down the field, and there could be a big play, and you can score quickly, uh, that type of deal. Yeah. So, so who's going to – let me just get your thoughts on this, too. Are you, who are you saying is going to win the district? Uh, Legacy. Legacy. Do you think that – well, that you would pick Legacy to beat Permian, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. Next pick Permian. Yeah. You think Dov? Because Brad, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's losing a lot of his receivers from last year. He is, but based off of what we saw at the seven on seven tournament with with B, um, man, those 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 guys are they're fast. They're a bunch of they're, they're skill players. They get downfield quick, so it's just a matter of just getting the timing down. That's what it seemed like to me, anyway. Uh, but Dov is going to sling it. Oh he's yeah, gonna make he's, some plays, he's right? A, he's a beast. And I think that they're going to they might be playing Kane as maybe some receiver, and that might help him out too. I mean, we never know. Brad, you think you think Legacy gets Permian? I think so. You think so? Yeah. Where's, so where's that game being played at this year? I think it's at Ratliff this I year. Right? I mean, I know I know it's so close or whatever. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but uh, you know, home field advantage. Yeah, yeah. Ratliff there, there's there's Ratliff something Stadium. about being being comfortable mm-hmm. too, yeah. um, in your home field, and you're probably uh, that type of deal. But uh, I, I think Legacy wins the district. But it also wouldn't surprise me if Permian won that game, but still didn't win the district. 
you know, that type of, I think right. it's going to be a close race, yeah. but I, I think, like she takes the district, but I think that one of them can drop one, two games or whatever. So, but. Because I think they've been like co district champs for a couple of years. Yeah, and that's another uh, thing that's yeah. happened. Yeah. So, I mean, and three get in or four? four? Four get in. Four. So, I, I'm assuming who, who's going to be the two out? Uh, Friendship and Midland. I mean, yeah, Friendship and Midland High. You think that. Uh, yeah. I think I think Midland High takes a jump. San, you think Central sneaks in? Uh, yeah, I think Central sneaks in. Their quarterback's coming back. I think Midland High is just – I'm not ready to put them oh, in yet just because of their quarterback situation. You know, that quarterback, that makes their offense. Makes their offense go, especially in that little uh, – was it Veer offense? Veer option yeah. right. offense. Yeah. So, they got to have – Bridges. QB. Yeah, Bridges, sophomore kid. So, you know, he's got to step it up. And I'll tell you what, if if that kid can play – the way you know some of his his huddle film shows, yeah. he's, got, he's got it in him. Yeah, he's got it. He could change that program and the way that they play yeah, itself. So, mm-hmm. I think me myself, I think Midland High is going to sneak in, and I think Central and Friendship don't get in. Yeah, in my opinion. Oh, and but Brad's going Legacy to win the district. Mm-hmm. Legacy, and I'm going Permian. I'm gonna ride with my boy Rodney Hall and Harris. So <laughs> there you go. I got to ride with them. <laughs> no, but ladies and gentlemen, that's that's our quick quick picks for those two districts. We'll bring you two different districts until football season starts, guys. Uh, we'll highlight some players in each district like we did today. Uh, but, yeah, th- keep an eye out on those two districts. Those are going to be two good ones to watch. Uh, next week we'll bring you all another two districts that are, are another, you know, electrifying district. And I want to I want to feature the Wink district next week. You know, yeah. that that's a, that's a crazy one as well. So we'll talk about that on next week's episode. But that's going to do it for local sports, ladies and gentlemen. Bullcorn Sports on all streaming sites. Bullcorn Sports on all social media except for Twitter. Bullcorn Sports 1 there. Like, follow, subscribe. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, switch on over to our pro episode. It's going to be the next one in the list, and that's where you're going to have all of our pro takes. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, Bullcorn Sports, where if it's happening, we we talk talk about about it. it.